We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, on this episode of Drinks with Binks, we are working from home, just like you. Today we're hanging out with 2008 NBA champion and ESPN analyst Kendrick Perkins. He's got some personal fitness inspiration you're going to want to hear. He'll tell us why NBA players shouldn't be open about their positive COVID test results. And he also gives us some insight on maybe NBA players might be kicking it old school, getting out there on the courts, just like the regular regular folks while we're all in isolation. Check it out. Hey everyone, welcome on in to Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks and we are WFH, working from home, wasted from home, pick your poison. We are all doing this from a home studio that I've got in my kitchen right now. And we know that you're watching this from home and we know it's a very difficult time. People aren't really sure what the future is, what the present is, um, because we're all dealing with coronavirus in the world and how it's impacting our lives, but also, of course, athletes and entertainers. And we're going to be giving you interviews with all of the biggest names. And we want to still be able to have some sort of fun and normalcy within our lives as best we can during this difficult time. And for that, I'm very excited to welcome in Kendrick Perkins, former NBA player, 2008 NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, ESPN broadcaster and host on Hoop Streams. He is doing everything media these days. Thank you, Kendrick, for taking some time to join us here on Drinks With Thanks. Julie, thanks for having me. Big fan of your show. I Look, I might want to hang up. We're going to start this over so you can give me that same intro. Listen. I will pull out my Ciroc, right? But right now, <laughs> right now, I know it's drinks with Binks, but right now I'm on my H2O full of water because I'm on my diet during this quarantine time. And then, and then you know, CNN saying you got to stay hydrated during this coronavirus, so you got to drink a lot of water. So right now I'm dieting. You know, I'm trying to get my body back together, get my health right. I think that's... I think that's a really important message. And I've got my H2O as well, because, you know, Lord knows I need this mix in a water now and again. And uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's cheers. Let's toast. Cheers. So we'll take a little, take a little sip. Cheers, KP. Yeah. Um, yeah. And what, uh, what do we go? What are we toasting to today? What's, what's on your mind that needs, uh, needs a little bottoms up to? Well, I, you know what? Let's just toast to all, like, 
Cause like like right now it's so hard because we can't watch sports, right? Like so we can't talk about sports and like at the end of the day we're still making it happen. Like we're finding a way. Cause I know it's like driving you crazy that you can't go to the studio and actually do it live from in the studio and how you you accustomed to doing it. So we still finding a way to do it from our from home and still giving our audience a chance to listen and still, you know, finding hot topics to talk about. So to me, that's cheers because I know, because I just want to show love to all the to analysts, TV personalities that we still doing our job right now. Yeah, it, it's really shown a lot of creativity. Well, everyone has tried to figure out how can we still make the show happen? How can we still get content on the air? And, you know, we're all figuring it out every one day at a time. And I want to go back, though. You mentioned the the diet that you're on right now, and we got the water. And, and I think it's really good that you remind people, like, you know, we're at home, we're snacking on the Oreos, we're having some beers. But, like, if we don't take care of ourselves at the end of this quarantine, it's, it's not going to be good for anyone at this point. And I know that you tweeted about being on a diet because you said you tweeted that you you'd what gained seventy five pounds since you finished playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's what process been like since you since you kind of figured that out and and now the track that you're on? Well, so what what happened is is that like when you know I worked so hard like all through the years like so. I was I was labeled as a guy that had a whack body, meaning no no matter how hard I work, I could never get chiseled. So like in the NBA, you call it a whack body. Even when I was in shape, I never just had definition, right? So at the end of the day, all my life, I've been having to diet for basketball, make sure I stay in shape because I get easy. So I was like, you know what? If this, soon as the uh, season was over, I mean, soon as I retired, I was like, I'm living my best life. I'm in the pantry. I'm eating my kids' snacks. I'm drinking sodas, big red, big blues, because I'm from Texas. So I was just cream sodas. I mean, I'm just living. And next thing you know, I put on like 15 pounds. Then all of a sudden, I put on 20 pounds. All of a sudden, I couldn't fit 3X clothes no more. So, like, I went to 4X, and I'm like, hold on. This might be getting out of control, but I'm still eating with no discipline. And then I'm traveling. So I'm like on the road and like, you know, you you debating whether or not if you, when you're in a hotel, if I'm gonna hit the fitness center and I'm like, man, I'm, I'm not doing that. Let me order some room service. Next thing I know, I get a checkup from the doctor. I go to the doctor for a checkup and he's like, I get on the scale, I'm like 375. So I'm like, whoa. And he was like, whoa is right. I took your blood and you're walking a fine line and you uh, walking a fine line of becoming a diabetic. And I was like, nah, nah, I ain't going out like this. So I decided this was like last week. I was originally going to start today, my diet, but I started on Saturday. I was like, you know what? I woke up. I was like, I got a boxing gym that's up the street that I'm real good friends with the guy who owned it. And I was like, you know what? I need to rent this gym out during this time. It's time for me to get my life under control. I got a wife and four kids to live for. So let me get on it. So I... I went on, I cut out sodas, I cut out sugars, carbs, and now I'm just on protein and vegetables all day, every day. Wow. So you maybe felt as though, like, once the doctor sort of put your health in juxtaposition to even just being able to be a dad and a, and a help, healthy husband, like, that's sort of what was, what clicked for you. 
Yes, for sure. Besides that, I kept having to go buy new suits. Like shit, I was like, damn, I couldn't even fit the suits that I was that I have that when I was playing. And I was like, nah, it's time for a change. Like, but mm-hmm. that in particular, like just thinking about me not being here for my family changed my whole thought process. And on like recent shows, I always kid around. Like I was kidding around, like on the jump, on the uh, on the get up. On hoop strings, I was always saying, yeah, I'm living good. I put that retirement 65 on. I'm eating good right now, doing nothing but curl-ups. And then all of a sudden, it got serious. And I was like, hold on. Hold on. I need to quit playing around. The doctor just told me that, like, my health is in danger. I need to get my life together, to get my diet right. So I decided to, especially during this time, I'm like, this is the perfect time to start. That's the hardest mm-hmm. part, Julie, is starting. It's starting. Not once you get started, after that it's good, but it's starting like seven days in, like starting. So now I got time, I decided to take matters into my own hands. Well, that's so good, because as you said, yes, it takes a lot of people to make that first step. It's very difficult. Um, we gotta go to break in a second, but what would be some one or two points of advice you would give someone who during the quarantine right now, they're in their house but they need to make a change, what would you tell them? Well, right now, I would just say, you know, just just critique yourself. Like, this is a time that you can look yourself in the mirror. And, and also, like, to me, I've been looking in other areas just to find ways to better myself as a person. Like, I, I'm catching myself reading reading more, something that mm-hmm. I've never really done in the past. Um, I'm catching myself being more involved with my kids, with my family. But, I mean, you know, you can look yourself in the mirror and just fine-tune things that you need to adjust. Like, we don't have nothing to do, so why not adjust your flaws? And that's what I think we could do at this time. Adjust what, what's been bothering you that you never had a chance to address. Address it right now and try to, you know, nip it under the butt. Nip it in the butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's uh, that's great advice because we have some time now in weird circumstances, but maybe we can make the most of it in our personal time. All right, we've got a whole lot more to come with Kendrick Perkins on the NBA and how they're dealing with coronavirus and beyond. So stay tuned on Drinks with Things. All right, guys, welcome on back to Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart Binks. We've got Kendrick Perkins. You know him, former NBA player, 2008 NBA champion with the Boston Celtics, ESPN broadcaster. And we are drinking some H2O because we're going to be healthy during the quarantine. Remember, remember, think about your body, think about your mind, stay healthy during this time. And we talk about staying healthy. We talk about the NBA and... For the NBA, they have played a pivotal role in how our world has responded to this virus that has been spreading exponentially when Rudy Gobert contracted the virus just a couple weeks ago, and then everything was shut down pretty quickly after that. Kendrick, I know it's hard to have perspective in this moment, um, but when all is said and done, what kind of impact or sort of, you know, for lack of a better term, legacy will the NBA have in terms of dealing with this global pandemic? Well, I mean, first of all, you 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 got to give a lot of credit to Adam Silver. To me, and I'm not just saying this, we have the best commissioner in the world. Um, 
He is a he 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 is unbelievable. All the players love him. And you have to to me, and, and I said this on hoop streams, Julie, a lot of people haven't uh given gave uh the Oklahoma City Thunder medical staff the right props. They their props because Donnie Strack is the guy who's in charge of the medical staff. He's the guy actually right before the jump ball was being was about to be thrown up in the Utah at OKC game. He sprinted by, from behind the bench and said, "Hold up, hold up, hold up! We got to stop the game. Gather the refs together and they, and they addressed it. Because just think about it, Donovan Donovan Mitchell tested positive for the coronavirus, right? Just think." If they would have played that game, guys would have been in contact yeah. with him, been around him, or whatever. Not one single person for the Oklahoma City Thunder tested positive for the coronavirus. So you got to give kudos to them. But just the leadership standpoint from the NBA set the tone in general. Like, with the NBA shutting down and suspending the season, then all of a sudden it was like, setting the right example because all of a sudden now the NCAA shut down and hockey and, and, and spring uh, baseball. So, you know, I thought Adam Silver did a great job of being a leader and, and addressing a problem and saying, you know what, we're going to suspend the season and we're going to set the right example. Yeah, they did. And because that they took such a strong stance early on, probably could have saved, you know, who knows, many people's lives. And then the fact that Really, every other league, once the NBA did that, every other league really felt responsibility to take their the health and safety of their, their players and their fans into their own hands. And I know that you've spoken about this recently, but the idea that we've seen so many NBA players test positive for the virus, but also that are getting tests, but that regular people who are really ill haven't been able to get those tests. And there's been kind of a lot of debate on, on you know, we know that, that NBA players have access to many things that that you know a regular right. person wouldn't that's just sort of the how the chips fall with their job but what do you think about can you elaborate just on like how do we sort of even things out a bit so that people do get the tests they need well i mean you know i just think that like it's unfair because i have a i have a i was raised by my grandparents my grandpa died six years ago god rest his soul but my grandmother is 86 years old um she lives in Beaumont, texas that's like two hours away from where I live. And like, she can't get a test right now. Like, you know, like, and like, she's up in age, it could affect her. And when you look, when you just look around the world, to me, I wouldn't have a problem with NBA guys getting tested. I just have a problem with them reporting it. Like, just keep it under the radar because like, out here in Houston, Texas, the tests are limited. Like, if you go to the doctor, you know, you you might not be able to get a test, and like this is a serious matter, and it's not it's not fair because at this point in time, everyone should be treated equally. No one should have uh, should be able to have access to a coronavirus test, and the next person shouldn't just because you're not famous or you're not of a certain status. When it's really people out here who really need it, like you know, it's elderly people, it's people with a with weak immune systems that really have respiratory problems that actually need these tests. And here it is, you have the, some of the best after the world in NBA players who, shit, they, I mean, you know, they're not, they're testing positive and not even, not even showing symptoms. So all I'm saying is there's some kind of way that 
you know, we could have kept it under the radar, but it's it's too late now. But now, I mean, to me, it was just unfair, and I just felt like I had to speak on it. I know Woj probably wasn't too thrilled about that, though. <laughs> know you know who has it and then in also in the same vein like when when i know this isn't right but like when the celebrities have it and when when big names have it it puts more pressure on maybe the governments or the healthcare system to be able to then yeah. in turn provide you know people with better tests or better environments you know so it's kind of an odd situation in that realm like you need to know that these people have it right right no, I agree. And I think I think what Tom Hanks and his wife did, like they broke the ice. I thought that was that was beautiful because what it what it made everybody realize was that you're no matter who you are, you're not too big for this virus. Like it could hit mm -hmm. anywhere, it could touch home. Because we live in a world today like people think shit can't happen to them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we live in a world today like, nah, it ain't gonna happen to me. I won't catch it. And all of a sudden, yeah, you got it. Or this can't happen to me. Like, that's the world we live in. Like, man, I seen it on TV, but I know it won't happen over here. No, nah, that's not it. So I do applaud. I do like the guys that have came forward on that part and said that they tested positive. But we still don't know who tested positive, the other two players for the Nets. We still don't know who tested right, positive right. for the Lakers. So some guys, I think, want to keep it a secret. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely, because you can see people being stigmatized for it as well. And um, I do want to find out a little bit more on this topic and just how players are feeling, how coaches are feeling about it, because, you know, and what they're doing during this time off. We know, you know, you're working out, you're getting healthy. Uh, I'm moving, apparently, this week. I'm super stressed about that. So everyone's trying to figure out how to do their daily lives. We'll have all that more coming up after this break on Drinks with Things. I'm Kurt Menefee. Uh, I had a drink with Banks. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome on back to Drinks with Banks. We are drinking and binking with a little H2O with Kendrick Perkins from ESPN. He's on Hoop Streams. You remember him being an NBA player as well as winning the 2008 NBA title with the Boston Celtics. And Perk, gotta ask you, speaking of players dealing with coronavirus, like what are guys doing? Like how are they staying in shape? How are they staying busy? Like what's their whole mindset around all this? Well, well, one thing about like NBA players, right? First of all, we go crazy without being able to play the game of basketball. You, you gotta understand like, yes, it's a job, but we love the game of basketball. So. Like, I've been seeing guys, I wouldn't be surprised right now if guys went back to old school and actually training in parks right now. Like, if you don't have a gym in your house, like, guys are training at the park. Because here's the thing. The hard thing about staying in basketball shape is that you could do whatever you want to do. I mean, you could, you could run on a treadmill. You could do, you can go outside and run miles. You could... Get on the elliptical. You could do a, a workout or whatever the case may be, but nothing gets you in basketball shape like playing basketball. That's that's mm -hmm. study says it. Like you have to play basketball in order to get in basketball shape. So right now you got guys who 
right now at this point in time will be traveling, playing games. They have their daily routines and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden things change. Guys are at home more. Guys are, are more around their family. So, you know, maybe they're doing chores, doing, helping the wife out or with yeah. the kids, whatever the case may be. But I guarantee you, 90% of the guys are working out two to three times a day just to trying to stay in shape, but really working. I know LeBron James works out three times a day minimum. I know that for a fact. So, you know, all these other guys, I wouldn't be surprised if they're not in their driveways, if they don't have gym shooting basketball or finding the park or something like that. Because Hooper's got a hoop. Like, it's driving, it's driving me crazy. And I'm part of the media that I can't watch basketball. Like, I had to tweet that shit the other day. I was like, I would never take basketball for granted again. There's only so many episodes of America's Gangsters that I could watch in Chicago PD. I mean, I'm tired mm-hmm. of watching. I need hoops in my life. Some type of hoop. <laughs> I know a lot of people said they'd never take for granted a Cavs Knicks game again after all of this or <laughs> whatnot. Right. Right? Um, but you mentioned, you know, these guys—they're they're hooping, they're playing, they're trying to keep in shape. And I was reading something the other day that I mean, if there's no playoffs for the NBA, the revenue loss could be huge. I mean, Ooh. you know, just throwing out a couple of numbers, just reportedly, you know, forty million a team, maybe one point two billion for the entire league. What do you, I mean, we're all just trying to make sense of this every single day, but what do you predict happens? I know we're not infectious disease doctors or the government, but what do you think unfolds this year? Well, I think, in my opinion, I'm, I'm staying optimistic about it. I think we get through these next three weeks. I think we find a solution to the problem. I think everyone is working hard right now um, to, to try to find a solution. I, I think, you know, you agree or disagree with some of the things that goes on in our world today. That's just life. But I really do honestly feel like they're, they're, they're trying to find a solution. So we'll see after three weeks. But I know Adam Silver in the NBA, they're taking it one day at a time. And when I say one day mm-hmm. at a time, like they're watching, they're in contact probably with, with Trump in office and whatever, and they're going to figure out a solution. One thing I know about the NBA, I'm going to tell you a story. It was my second year in the NBA in 2004, and I was living in Boston. We was going through a blizzard at the, at the time, Julie, a blizzard. Like, any other, the airports were shut down. So we were supposed to fly to Denver on that Friday night and play Denver on the Nuggets on the Saturday in Denver, right? We couldn't fly out because the weather was too bad. So I'm like, well, maybe they're going to cancel or postpone the game. And so they was uh, the guy who was in charge he was like, hey, keep your phones on because we could be flying out at any time. As soon as we get a clear pathway, we out, right? So the blizzard was was supposed to last for like four days. So we get a text at like 6 in the morning. was like, look, it's going to clear up for about an hour. We're leaving at 9 a.m. sharp. And we left at 9 a.m. and flew on a game day to Denver and played the game, right? So when I got on the plane, I went up to the guy. I ain't going to throw him under the bus. And I asked him, I said, so what would have happened if we would have missed the game? He was like, we would have been fined 10 to $15 million. So, like, trust me, I know the NBA and losing money is not what they believe in. So they're going to find a way and they're working behind the scenes to make sure that 
basketball happens after we get through this crazy time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think we all need it too, or else the Toronto Raptors are still just going to be champions. I'm a Toronto fan, so I mean, <laughs> they could just hold right, on. Right. That won't happen. All right, we got to take a quick timeout. We'll be back with more with Kendrick Perkins on Drinks with Things. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Cooligans. Hello, I'm Christian. I'm Alexis. Okay, we are two stand-up comedians, and we host uh, the funniest soccer show you've ever seen. That's right. We love talking about soccer. We're wild. We're silly. We have no idea what we're doing, <laughs> but it's a fun ride. And we're on Fubo every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 p.m. That's right. Fubo Sports Network. Do it. Like what you're hearing? Check out Drinks with Binks on Fubo Sports Network every Friday night at 8 p.m. Stream it on the Fubo TV app, Roku, Samsung TV, and more. Oh, and don't forget, it's BYOB. Sorry, startup life. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Binks. We've been having a great time drinking and binking with Kendrick Perkins, former NBA player, current ESPN broadcaster. And Kendrick, you've been doing hoop streams with our girl, Cassie Hubberth. We know you love her well. Um, what's the best part about doing an ESPN digital show? We don't have a whole lot of time. Go. Well, real quick, I mean, the best thing about it is that it's like, it's the new wave. And like, from what it was to what we made it to be now, like like 1.6 million views and it's just like shout out to the whole hoop streams team so like max cassidy amin haley uh shout out to all of them even the boss mike false like it built up like hoop streams came went from like you know 100 like 200,000 views to 2 million views last year in the finals to now this year it's averaging 1.6 million views and just shout out to ESPN to kind of being the first to do that digital thing. So shout out to them. And that's that's who I would love to get a shout out to, my Hoop Streams family. Awesome. Well, you guys have been killing it, and you have been as well. So I'm going to give you this shot. Cheers. Thank you for right. joining us. Stay safe. Thanks and I will see you guys next time on Drinks with Things. That was Kendrick Perkins, the right. man, myth, and legend. <laughs> Water shots. This is what I need. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs>